What's in the queue? 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 some of that out <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah oh gary 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 is in the closet we do we have a gary in the closet right now or, i'm gonna fiddle with the mic real quick too so or I'm sorry what about we that. think is gary this honestly could be an alternate dimension gary um he had he went to the vet today again i'm so sorry about jumbling the mic right there he went to the vet today and he's silent and sleepy are they always like that? No, he, he his lip will get caught on a tooth every once in a while. Yes, and it is adorable. His his ear hair is growing out into like a mullet. Down, baby. He's just adorable right now. I mean, I am thrilled that Gary's in here. I love Gary with my heart and soul, but I mean, he's your dog. Calm, Gary is freaking me out a little bit. I I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I'm thoroughly enjoying. Uh, the kiddo enjoyed it because normally it's she lays down in bed, I lay down in bed next to her, and then plop in the middle. Right. Gary has to be. Yes. But tonight, we just kind of moved around Gary because he couldn't even move. Yeah. yeah. So, you <laughs> yeah. know, there's so. that. Hey, guess what? Hey. Uh, this is What's in the Queue. With Krishana and Emily. That's us. Also, I'd like to point out that I was starting to do my own counter of last episode um, of how many times I said, guess what? Mm. I said, guess what? A lot. Did you? So I'm going to try to not do that. Okay. Do I need to flick you every time I hear you say, guess what? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's fine. Slap me. Okay. You know, let everybody know that I'm being punished. Sure. 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 In the closet. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Real Fifty Shades real quick. Sorry. What is happening? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey. hey. I, the, I don't even know how to do, like, chit-chat now because like, we've recorded so many episodes, like, bam, 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 bam. Yes. That it's like, well, gosh, I've seen you every day, so. I know. <laughs> I know. Well. I, mean, I know you're doing fine. And we had a lot of chit-chat throughout the day today already just we in did. texting and snapping. Well, yeah. And we'll end on Twitter. And on the Twitter. Because we're that we're those friends. <laughs> we are annoying. Yes. Um but, but in a good way. Yes, yes. Definitely. Like in the best way. Yeah. Um, so we are going to talk about the death and life of Marsha P. Johnson. Ooh. Man. It's a, okay. It's a nice doc. It's a great doc. It's a thick doc. Yes, there's a whole lot of meat and potatoes. Can I brag about my notes for two seconds? Get though? it. Because I the second I the second time I watched the documentary, that's, that's when I took notes, um, I broke it down into Marsha's timeline, like with like the timeline of her death. Yes. Um then I, I have a half page on Sylvia. I've got a half page on Victoria. I have present versus historical context, and then I have everyone else in the dock, like people who knew Marsha. Girl. Like, I was having flashbacks to college lectures. Like, I I was in the zone on this documentary. Well, <laughs> let me just say, I have one, two, three. I have four pages of notes. Okay. I tried to break it up because, you know, we were texting, like, 
dude, this thing's heavy. Uh, yeah, like, how, how are we even like, going to cover this? Two documentaries. It, Real, I mean, two, two podcast, episodes. Yeah. episodes. Yeah. Whatever we're doing here, whatever we're doing in this closet, it could be two of it. Yeah. But we're professionals. We're going to get it in one. We can do this. After 18 episodes, we can call ourselves professionals. Can we? I mean, in the closet, we can. Okay, fine. You know. Like, and, I'm not going to put it on a business card yet. In my mind, we are pros. That's fine. That's fine. All right. <laughs> so, and we kind of talked about how to best present this because it's not just the death and life of Marsha P. Johnson in this documentary. It's, no, it's and I, not. I definitely kept writing that title backwards yeah when i was talking to right, you because that's and in my how notes, it's supposed I, to go i yeah I, I wrote down the life and death of marsha p johnson and then like the documentary went up again with the title card and i had to do like little arrows in my notes like oh no jk death yeah. and life yeah yes definitely <laughs> <laughs> um so how do we want to do this because well, in my notes i tried to break it up like you were saying like i tried to do like a marsha section sure. i tried to do a sylvia section i try you know i tried to break these up but at certain points they kind of intertwine with each other oh they're they're definitely all <sighs> woven into each other um so i, I what i want to do i i think the best way to break up the documentary is to discuss uh the history first okay discuss the present day context that our our lens into this into this world victoria is working in okay then i want to go to marcia's timeline okay and then i want to do sylvia all right and and sylvia and marcia might might weave in a little bit back and forth because they are so connected yes you can't it's hard to talk about one without the other because their lives just connect just ran parallel yeah 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 Um, definitely so yeah but but i think providing a little bit of historical context yes getting into the present day context and victoria yeah and then yeah let's do it yeah let's do it okay all right so be the leader hey let's do this so okay so the whole context in which this story is working it it's it's uh it's new york city (laughs) it's the village um really it all gets started in 1969 basically Mm -hmm. uh june 28th 1969 there was a raid on the stonewall uh, stonewall bar it was a gay bar um run by the mob like every bar was is Is? i don't don't know maybe i don't know i'm not gonna make the mob mad um no (laughs) love ya (laughs) but they you know they had paid up and uh but the police still raided the place. Yeah. And that was the spark that in the LGBT community at that time that was like, no, we're not doing this anymore. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to flip your cop car. And they did. They rioted. Oh, yeah. They rioted. <laughs> and, so- and, and and you got to think, you know, looking at the time, um, there's a lot of talk about that being... Um, transgender uh being even just a drag queen all uh, you know this was not it was illegal yeah this was not okay yeah you you didn't do that and went in public no that's not who you were you, yeah i mean it was very 
very rough. Well, and it's, I mean, it's the fringe of society. Yes. Forcible, forced to be the fringe of society. Extremely. And, <clears throat> pardon me, and as such, there is violence that goes, uh, not unnoticed, unnoticed is not the, uh, unreported. Yes. Unjustified. No, ve- no, not vengeance, no justice for, for violence against this community. Oh, yes. Uh, no police presence that is there to support the community mm-hmm. only to harass the community. Right. Because I think <laughs> basically they were looked upon as, you know, um, a, a prostitute section, uh, uh, somebody who's homeless on drugs. Like they, they were pushed into this category of the risky lifestyle. Yeah. The risky lifestyle and the, and the ones that nobody wanted right. kind of mentality. So, you know, and there's a lot of talk about, you know, we talk about other podcasts and things like that, where they talk about a lot of times, um, a prostitute or somebody, you know, uh, uh, considered of these unwanted, the undesirables. yes, um, turning up dead or missing and the cops don't care. Or like, like they talked about on last podcast and left with Willie Picton, happy because yeah. one less sex worker for them to deal it, with. Exactly. Like, exactly. It, it, I'm glad that things are starting to change. Yes. Although, looking at some of the present day context in which this documentary is set, with the the murder of um, is it Elon? Is that how you say her name? I do believe so. <laughs> because it's it's spelled I S L A N, but I think they pronounced it Elon Nettles. Yes. Um, <coughs> pardon me. Also transgendered, she was brutally beaten by a dude mm-hmm. who pled the panic defense, um, which is the most ridiculous defense I've ever heard of. God, we and we in talked my about, life. we talked about it during Matt Shepard's episode. Yes, um, it's just so I I I get angry at it. Yes, because <laughs> you know what? Even if you no longer wanted to, you know, air quotes holla at this girl because she wasn't born a girl. Right. All you gotta do is walk away. Right. What part of your pride is is hurt that bad that you were attracted to a exactly. person and that person isn't who you thought they were? You are an animal. Yeah. If you think that that's the appropriate response, yeah, you're an animal. Yeah. Because that's uh, animal attacks. Yeah. Without thinking. <laughs> exactly. You know. It, so, it's just. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. So. This is you know. Unfortunately, the the generalized, the popular mindset of transgendered um, people back in the late 60s and early 70s. Um, But going to the Stonewall and and this big riot that happened really started off, you know, you, you jump up to 1973 and they have the, it was the Gay Pride March. Yes. Um, And... That's, you know, really the big kicking off of saying, hey, we're like, we're done hiding. Yeah. We're done being pushed off. We're done being told that, you know, we can get fired. We can lose our jobs. We can get beaten. We can get thrown in jail Um, because that that was too, you know, you got caught uh, dressed in drag and you were thrown in jail. Yeah. Just for Dressing in drag. Like, that was the crime? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> um, 
So this was really like the, hey, we're here. Yes. We're we're done. We're done taking it. We are a You're part of this You're going to respect community. us. Yeah. We're not here to hurt you. Right. We're here to live our lives. Yes. Just like you get to live your life. Exactly. Ugh. Now, what was so interesting about the 1973 uh, Gay Pride March was that um, this is where we really get the the history of of Marsha yes. P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera. Yes. And these two were basically like the mothers of trans rights. Yes. In this in this LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Um and Sylvia in particular felt very left behind mm-hmm. by the LGBT community because as a transgendered woman, she felt that it was only the like middle class white gays and lesbians that were mm-hmm. getting any of the attention, any of the recognition, any of the benefits of their liberation movement. Right. Um, <laughs> she made reference to uh, during the parade, all transgendered were pushed to the back of the parade. Right. And so during a certain point, you know, everybody had gathered and there was different speakers speaking and Sylvia was like, Hey, I'm coming up here. I'm talking. Yeah. You're going to listen to me. And that was one thing that everybody said about Sylvia is you, she, you were going to listen to her whether you wanted to or not. Well, she's going to talk. She was she's going to talk. talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's going to look good doing it. Oh, yes. And she's going to talk. Yes. I want all of her glasses. Yes. Uh, she had, there was one, there was one shot where she had like the giant, they were square-ish, but almost into a rectangle, like about mm-hmm. twice the size of my current glasses right now. I'm like, you know, I need a new pair of glasses pretty soon. Yes, I you have do, been I talking about <laughs> your dream glasses lately. Well, I got to buy braces for the kid. I got to get myself a new car and then I'll get glasses for myself. <laughs> Profit sharing's <coughs> pardon me. Profit sharing's got to come in first. I mean, braces. Okay, oh. it's just it's fine. It'll be she fine. She can wait. Mm. We'll no? see. <laughs> oh, you're talking about parental responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, As we sit in a closet drinking wine on huh? a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's fine. <laughs> She's, She's fine. sleeping. She she got yeah. my kids are somewhere. They're sleeping, probably. Their father's with them. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So, Sylvia's amazing. Yes. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit about Marsha and um, her role in the community as well. Okay. Uh, you want to or you want to? I mean, start, girl. Okay. I mean, I feel like you're really the leader of this organized uh, note-taking. I mean, I'm feeling it. Go. For sure. Okay, Go. so... Marsha, um, also like Sylvia, uh, activist, liberator, leader of the, the LGBT, in particular, the, the T part of, uh, of the, you know, this liberation movement, Mm -hmm. um, born Malcolm Michaels Jr. Mm -hmm. Um, we do get to meet his, uh, her, I'm sorry, excuse me, her family. Yes. Um, and the fluidity of gender pronouns yes. between like him, her, his, his, hers. And I'm like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, yes. hold on, hold on. <laughs> like it took me just a second to like keep up with it. 
Yeah, there's definitely um, a lot of back and forth, and you can definitely tell that her family was supportive. Of, Loved her, definitely. Yes. Um, and, but, you know, I think they were still part of that kind of old school life of, you know, they, you got to think, they grew up with Marsha as a man for however, for however many years. And, yeah. I, and I think that was just their relationship because you can see it with his sibling, with her siblings that sometimes they refer to her as her. And sometimes they refer to her as him. Yes. But it's definitely not in a malice or mean no, way no, or no, no. judgmental it's, it's, way. It's almost just like a slip of, well, I just, I've known this person this way and I'm, I just never got into the other. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I didn't notice any malice from her family. No. No, not at all. Um, But yeah, so like the two of them were just out there on the front lines every day, um, just hustling every day. Oh, yes. Um, They came up with Star. Yes. Street Trans, uh, well, it was transvestite, but street transvestite action revolutionaries. Yes. And their whole point of that was to have have a safe place for young trans kids to go to. Yes. Because uh, these these are the kids that are probably kicked out of home, mm-hmm. uh, probably on the streets, mm-hmm. probably turning to drugs and sex work to just make it, you know, like yeah. just go get a meal out of it. And so they, the two of them had this wonderful house that like people just came to and lived in and were safe in. Yes. The, the star house. And I I think it was, did I understand it correctly? Like they had a whole building or did they just have like one apartment level or something? It kind of sounded like they had a building. Yeah. Um, which is fantastic. You know, so expensive. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that was really the, Sylvia definitely, um, was the big, uh, founder of that, you know, and, and Marsha says that in, in one of the recordings you can hear her talking about that Sylvia started Star and Marsha was just like the, the, the cheerleader for yes. it, you know, like, like her, her partner with it and, and they really, just wanted to help all, all these young kids and young adults that were in transition or, you know, just kind of lost and, and needed help uh, and to help keep them off the streets, give them a place to stay, help them in any way that they could um, and really give them a voice yeah. and, and give them some compassion, which they were definitely lacking in their life. Yeah. Um, and, and Marsha was huge in the community, um, over in Greenwich, like known everywhere in Greenwich known, uh, you know, that whole section of New York. Yes. Like Marsha pay no mind. Johnson. That's what the P stands for. And I love it so much. Are you, are you changing your middle name? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Now, the great thing about this documentary is, and this, we can start kind of weaving in yes. some people that, that knew Marsha. Um, a lot of this footage comes from Randy Wicker. Mm-hmm. Randy Wicker was uh, one of Marsha's roommates. Um, he and another guy had been living in an apartment together and the other guy was like, hey, can my friend Marsha come Yeah, because it was, like, super cold. Yeah, he said it was, like, five below outside. Yeah. He was like, can my friend Marsha stay? And Randy's like, yeah, sure. And then 
Randy's like, and Marsha stayed for the next 12 years. <laughs> yeah, and I love that so much. Um, Randy is a trip. Randy has done it all, seen it all, said it all. And is storing all of it in his tiny ass apartment. Yes, like, storing everything. If you've seen Mr. Robot, uh, think of um, Elliot's apartment. It's like one room with a bathroom. <laughs> and this Randy guy has floor to ceiling uh, uh, curio cabinets and yes. bookshelves. And then he's got bookshelves in the middle of the floor that are stacked and full of stuff. And then there's totes and storage. Like, the man has never thrown anything away. No. Uh, which is great for this documentary. Perfect. Because he had everything. Yeah, that, I'm pretty sure he gave all of that to the director, David France. And I think that's where they got all of their Marsha stuff. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Um, Randy is also a very snazzy dresser. Mm. I like his earrings. Yes, I love the earrings. I love the part when they meet in the bar and he's got like the black jacket and then he's got like the two hats on. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> As a person who has only recently started to wear hats again when not forced to by the military. Yes. Uh, I appreciated his hat wearing. Um, so, okay. So, anyway. Mm, 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 so, Marsha and Sylvia, they're out there. They're being awesome. Um, weaving in a little bit more uh, more history, you know, as time marches on, um, Sylvia gets really disenfranchised with the LGBT movement, mm-hmm. uh, basically retires from it, um, tries to commit suicide. Yes. Is saved by Marsha. Yes. Um, but even, even after all that, you know, Sylvia still ends up staying on the streets. Mm-hmm. Until basically the end of her life when she, she gets back with, um, uh, it was, oh, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea Goodwin and Rusty Mae Moore, uh, two advocates for the community. They took her in and made sure that she was cleaning up and, and, uh, she ended up, she ended up getting clean. Like she got off the booze mm-hmm. and she got off the drugs and like at the very end of her life, she was really celebrated finally yes for her work. Yes. Um, that, that was really, that was really uplifting. I know. It was really sweet. Like they even, you they know, took her, they took her to France. No, they took her to Italy. Yes. They, like she got to go to Rome and yeah. Yeah. I mean, she ended up, you know, with a job at a church helping, um, organize food donations mm-hmm. and things like that. Like she really, um, I think a lot of it too, like she was already struggling definitely. And then. Um, I think once Marsha passed, I think she just really went south for a while, just really lost herself. Um, and, and it took her a really long time to get back. About 10 years. Yeah. 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 Get her power back. Yeah. You know, get her mojo back. So let, okay. Let's really dive into the final days of Marsha. Okay. So, um, you know what? I take that back. I'm just kidding. Jeb is a big JK. Let's talk about Victoria first. Let's do it. Okay, so Victoria is our lens into yes. the into this community, into this documentary. <clears throat> She's in New York City. She's part of the anti-violence uh, project. Or the um, AVP. The AVP, which, in a little moment of synchronicity, mm. little god coincidence that cracked me up earlier, your Facebook feed... And somebody shared it. Somebody shared a post. Mm-hmm. Like, not even someone that I think you... Do you talk to that person a lot? No. 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 
just no. just a random friend just happened to share an anti-violence project mm-hmm. uh, post onto your Facebook timeline. Well, it wasn't onto my timeline. I mean, well, like, but, but like it, just... I think it was even one of those like suggested things. <sighs> no, that's even scarier. I was literally watching the documentary. Your phone was listening. <sighs> phone. Anywho, okay, so, sorry. Um, also transgendered. I'm gonna say she's a historical hottie. Yeah, because she did a lot of modeling, a lot of catwalks, oh a lot of fashion my. shows. Uh, before she was outed as transgender, yes. and she she like was sharing some of her photo shoots. Girls banging. Yes. Oh my like, god, you read my <laughs> mind. I was like, body be banging. <laughs> no, but seriously, but seriously. Historical hottie. Yes. Um, and she she was joking about how she used to have a 24-inch waist. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I can see it. Mm-hmm. I can see it. Okay, so Victoria's role in all this is she knew Sylvia. Yes. Uh, she didn't really know Marsha personally, but she knew of Marsha. She knew mm-hmm. Sylvia. And um, Victoria was inspired to look into the suspicious death of Marsha P. Johnson. Yes. So and, she, and, Well, and she says, like, part of... Why is because she was getting ready to retire um, from the AVP. Yes. And so she was like, you know, I think I think it felt like something like to honor Sylvia, to honor Marsha, to honor her time working at the AVP. Like that was something that she was like, you know, I want to see if I can get some closure. Yeah. Well, and to even give hope. Yeah. For future. Because, yes. you know, like we talked about the, the present day context of, you know, Victoria's going to the Elon Nettles case. Mm-hmm. She's following that trial. You know, the, the violence against the transgender community is still ongoing. And so just the idea that getting a little bit closure on this one mysterious death. Yes. Might provide hope for the future that others will have justice. Definitely. Okay. Now let's get into Marsha P. Okay. Marsha P. No mind. So, we know from Marsha's family, the last time they saw her was, like, the 2nd of July. Mm -hmm. Um, She was going uh, back from uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey. (coughs) Pardon me. uh, Back to the city. Mm -hmm. Um, We have witnesses Mm -hmm. for the 4th and the 5th. Yes. Uh, One witness saw... uh, um, uh, I think that one was Kitty. Yeah, Miss and Kitty, Kitty was in was jail, it? and I don't know why. I don't either. But I, I tried. I, I didn't catch it the first business, time, and but... I tried to catch it the next, and I didn't see it. Yeah. Um. But yes. Uh. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is she Miss Kitty? I do believe. It, like, is that her name? I, I just all I remember was Kitty, Kitty Rotolo. Oh, girl. Yes. I love you. Anywho. Uh, yeah. Anywho. No. So, but friend of Marsha's. Yes. And I loved Kitty's story about Marsha because like when, when, when Marsha would come around, she would just like, like swoop her hair back and just yes. make her feel beautiful. And I'm like, God, the, Marsha is such a good friend. Right. Right. And I think that is part <laughs> of why she was so well loved because she would just kind of take everybody under her wing and she was always generous. They talked about her always like, oh, you need... You like my scarf? Yeah. Here, have my scarf. Yeah. Like, she was just that way. Like, she didn't care about possession and things like that. She wanted... 
people to have a good time with her right. and, and to feel better about themselves. So, you know, that everyone that talks about her just speaks so loving of her yeah. and what a great person that she was. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they were supposed to, they were um, supposed to meet. Yeah. They were supposed to meet up. Um, and she, um, ends up not, Miss Kitty ends up not seeing Marsha at the time when they were supposed to meet. Um, so she ends up at the quote unquote, the stroll, um, which was gender divided, which cracked me up. <laughs> yeah, which is just insane. Um, where a couple of other people were warning Kitty um, that there was a a car full of Italian Americans or maybe some mob uh, related people. Uh, some stereotypes. Some stereotype words. Yes. There's my a clothes. Whole... My clothes are attacking you I right now. It, I'm so sorry. Um, there's a whole lot of words in this documentary that... That we technically probably shouldn't say anymore. Yeah, that they... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Okay. Um, so, you know, warning that the there was a car full of these guys driving around, um, and that, um, they also said they even warned Marsha, but... Somebody saw Marsha get into the car with these guys. Right. And so that was the last that Kitty saw or heard of Marsha. Yes. From there on. And that was July 4th. Yes. And then go going into July 5th, there <coughs> there are other witnesses. Mm-hmm. I didn't get their names, but the, no. Victoria has other witnesses, other witness statements saying they saw Marsha... Uh, being chased might be too strong of a word. Yeah. Um, harried by two men. Yes. Um, which then takes us up to July the 6th, 5.26 p.m. Marsha's body is found floating in the Hudson River. Um, she's pulled on the shore and police instantly say, oh, suicide. Yeah. I mean, instantly. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, they're... Nope. Bye. Yeah. And immediately the whole community is in an uproar because they're like, Marsha was not depressed. <laughs> Marsha would not right. kill herself. Um, Which, I mean, you know, we know a lot more about mental health yes. now. And even the, even saying someone would never do that, it, people might still surprise you. R- yes. So I'm never going to rule out suicide. Mm-mm. But... <laughs> Knowing what we know about this community, mm-hmm. n- let's put a little bit more historical context on top of this. Um, oh, th- you want to do that? Oh, I do. Because I want to talk about Randy Wicker's move to take over the uh, St. Christopher Street LGBT Festival from the mob? Yeah. He um, claims it was mob run. Yeah. Um the very mob-looking men who ran the festival said, no, we are not we run are, by the mob. We are not the mob, as they should have <laughs> yes. Um, and so, I mean, and he was very vocal. There was flyers. There was TV spots. Yes. He, he was paid for out, TV ads for this. He was out there, like, which every mob movie I've ever seen indicates that that is probably the 
worst idea you could come up with uh-huh. to go against the mob, but whatever. Um, and 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 Marsha is on film talking about that the mob was the mob watched, watching them. Yeah. yeah, they were pissed. Um, and. and you could see her trying to make light of it, but you do see that kind of undertone of that. She really was concerned about it. Yeah. Um, and she had talked to us several people about it, um, that she was concerned about the mob. And, you know, like we talked about at the beginning too, violence by cops against the transgender community was at an all time high point. Specifically that year. Yeah. Uh, that was their uh, 1992, the year that Marsha died slash was killed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the anti-violence project in New York City had the highest, re- <laughs> pardon me, highest number of reported incidents mm-hmm. of violence, harassment by cops. Yes, towards the LGBT community, transgender community specifically. Yes, um, and in fact. On the 5th, a call did come in um, to the AVP talking about someone saw two guys following Marsha and they could tell that That's she where that came from. was frightened. Yes. Um, and they said they also reported it to the police. And the police say they have no such record of that, um, that call, that complaint coming into them. Um and after Marsha dies, the next thing that comes in to the AVP is saying that what happened to Marsha will happen to you in reference to Randy. Yes. Um, so there's, I mean, there's two very strong um, possibilities of criminal activity on top of the possibility of suicide on top of the possibility of the dilapidated crusty pier right that she fell she tripped something happened right and they they speak to uh, a medical examiner because mm. um the family's able to get a copy of the autopsy report <clears throat> and the medical examiner is like well the report shows definitely died from drowning yes um there was no other external trauma yes so no but there was talks about there was a hole in her head yeah there was a, so, on video one of the yeah one of the witnesses yeah um uh, the medical examiner seems to think that that's more or less there's a lot of junk floating in the hudson yeah. and that junk may have bumped into marcia marcia may have bumped into junk yeah <laughs> which okay yeah and talking okay. about being in the cold water Apparently what happens to your skin is not pleasant. Yeah. Um, Which, um, quick shout out to the intern, Eddie, I think it was, who was oh, watching all of the autopsy stuff with Victoria. Which, I don't blame Victoria for not wanting to watch that alone. So, yeah. shout, out, shout out to intern, I, I believe is Eddie was his name. Um, yeah, you're a good man. <laughs> oh. Because that yeah, would have been rough. I, I was so afraid. That. I was so afraid they were going to show it. I know. I know. I wasn't, I, I mean, like, I look at some crime photos here and there, but, like, that cold clinical autopsy photos, I don't mm, like those. Mm-mm. I don't, I don't like those. No, I, I mean, you could really see that in Eddie's eyes, too, like, because yes. it immediately just pans over to him, and 
Oh my god, yeah. Ooh. Like, he just, he, he just, like, kind of shudders and pales and like, yeah. oh, nope, nope, nope. So basically with this um, coroner that's reviewing the actual... Oh, you Gary. Got it, Gary. Gary, are you all right? Gary has been sleeping on my ankle, and it's been a joy. I'm, I'm going to post a picture of it later. <laughs> um, the coroner was talking, you know, about that there was definitely, like, Marsha didn't die and then was thrown into the water. Right. Um, but he said, you know, there's your options. She fell, she was pushed, or she jumped. Yeah. That's your choices. It, you need police work to tell yeah. what happened before that. I can only tell you what happened in the water. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I gotta say, I was like super hopeful that there was something in there that was going to say that, you know, give them some good leads to something yeah. because they talked about initially when the family went, um, into New York to, uh, claim to collect Marsha. Yeah. They asked to see her and they told her, they, they told the family no, which, blows my mind like does that mean you don't have an open casket funeral like because they they told uh um emmett till's mom they told emmett till's mom the same thing like no you cannot open this casket yeah so like what is that's a bad joke sorry i really didn't mean you know what no i'm bad for almost laughing at it because i could have just let it go oh sorry gary i could have just let it go but i didn't yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, no, it is. It is suspect. It's yeah. weird. Like, why would they tell Why would they tell the family that? Right. Uh, I mean, <laughs> everything I've ever, you know, seen or heard of is you have to go and see and go, Visually yep. confirm. Yes, that's my relative. Yeah. For them to be like, no, we can't do that. What yeah. do you mean? Yeah. That That's my family, not yours. Yeah. Get, get. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but, Anyways. Uh, but again, uh, you know, authorities treatment of fringe communities. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, literally the cops, that that's it. Um, the, there, there were marches, protests, um, just rallies, screaming at the cops with interesting mullets. Yeah. Like you was 92. I mean, well, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. yeah. Um, you know, yeah, all these protests, you know, justice for Marsha, um, they were really trying to make the public aware and go, hey, we don't think that she just decided that she was done for. Yeah. Gary's paw tastes delicious. Okay. I thought he was licking your jeans. Oh. Mm-mm. Okay. No. Nope. Okay. That's fine. Licking, him, licking himself. <laughs> Lick it up, buddy. Anywho, so like the whole the whole documentary, you know, you really watch Victoria struggle. Yeah. With one, just the frustration of being shut down mm. left and right on trying to find out what happened to her friend. Yes. Um. <laughs> to the point where, um, she ends up getting in contact with um, some of the retired police officers that were listed on Marsha's quote-unquote case. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was met with, 
I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to meet with you. I don't, I don't know who you are. You. I don't want to talk about any of it. And guess what? You're not a detective. You're not a lawyer. You leave it alone. Don't play detective. Yeah. Like flat out, like mind your business. Yeah. Which the first time I watched the documentary, I'm like, what a fucking dick. The second time I started thinking, how many of these phone calls do you think he gets? Oh, right. Well, and there is that thing of, you know, don't, I mean, you did not have training to be a detective. You, right. I mean, there's a lot more things involved. Like, there's a lot of armchair quarterbacks in life. Sure. Um, so, I And, and as I armchair quarterbacks of documentaries. Yeah, I get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you're also not helping the situation, which, I mean, you have the right. You're retired. That's not your job anymore. He was clearly at some other job. Yeah. So. I mean, I I get to a point. Just don't be mean to Victoria. She's nice. Don't. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Um, Yeah. And she, I mean, Victoria is getting to this point too, you know, where I think um, probably her boss or somebody ahead of her was kind of like. It seemed like an AVP supervisor was like, hey. Um, we have a lot on our plate right now. Yeah. And this, this case is, is over yeah. getting to be 30 years old. Yeah. It kind of, I, I could kind of just really see her, Victoria being really defeated, <laughs> um, you know, because she got to the point where she, I mean, she was in it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and, and you could tell it, I mean, it's something that's very personal for her, um, not just being transgender but because she knew Sylvia because she was getting ready to leave the AVP and she really wanted this to have some good answers good answers for the family for the community for everybody and it just she doesn't get it happen yeah um I do like that she compiled everything and sent it to the FBI she was able to get in contact with an FBI agent which (laughs) you know what Hey, at Maybe. least you're still trying. Right. I, I'm looking forward to this year, you know, the death and life of Marsha P. Johnson part two with, with the follow-up and, you know. What? Oh, my. I'm telling Your closet you. closet is haunted. I'm sorry that bags just fell on you. Um, I'm pretty sure this closet is, is haunted. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. That is the third thing that's happened in this closet, Emily. I'll get the sage. We need sage. <gasps> <laughs> oh, the spike on that audio. I'm so sorry, guys. Let's we just... are so synced. We're... It's so okay. creepy. We won't go into the details, but uh, Krishana got a little boo-boo. In, like in, always. In in her eye. Yeah. She, she texts me that this thing had happened to her eye, and I immediately go, Oh my God, when? Because my eye has been watering for five minutes. Yeah. It's so weird. So weird. We're going to have to, like, light some candles, get some crystals, do a little sage. Yeah. Just have a little quiet time. We're we're going to have to clap the corners. Yeah, for sure. And we'll get the little bell. Oh, can we? Perfect. So, um, so, yeah, like, I mean, 
Justice for Marsha, man. Justice for Marsha. That's going to be... I'm putting that hashtag in. Yes. On this one. Yes. Um, it was a great doc. Um, I really... I do recommend it. Yeah. I do wish that there was some sort of answer anyway. Yeah, or at least something leading because it, it, I just... At the end, I was still just like... I want answers. I want to know. Yeah. And... I, I love, like, the educational aspect of it because, I mean, I feel I'm still learning oh, about for sure. many different lifestyles other than my own. We, we're, we're two straight white women sitting in a closet <laughs> in Indiana. Like, we are fully prepared to admit that we yeah. don't know yeah. every lifestyle out we're there. We're wonder bread. We want to learn, though. Yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah. I welcome it. Yes. Bring it. Because, A, I, I'm cool. I, I Hey. Straight but not narrow-minded. That's... Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, there was a girl in high school who had that button. Um, Which was fun because we went to a Catholic school. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, am, I am a very open, welcoming person. And part of the exciting part of learning is because I definitely never want to hurt anybody's feelings oh yeah i definitely never want well to... there's a couple people i want to hurt their well, feelings but in general individuals right not no groups communities yes um gare bear i love you so much um and so like doing documentaries like this like is really cool and it, and it's there's a slight bit of stress for it because i don't ever want to hurt anybody's feelings by saying the wrong thing that could be construed as closed-minded or inappropriate. Sure. Um, I do not want to be a viral asshole. Like that's the exact opposite goal of what we're going for here. Yes. We want education. We want to learn. We want to be like, we want to learn about everybody. Tell me, I want to know all the stories. Yes. Right. Yes. And I, I will say, I love that my own personal little bubble is very filled with a lot of different types of people other That's than good. Wonder Bread like myself. Aww. And so I, I was excited to do this because it is close to my heart yeah. and close to people in my life. So I was excited for this and I hope that we do more fun, yes. like, good hard-hitting stories that really help open maybe open some people's minds that yeah. maybe had closed minds before hey hey you know just have a good time just love each other don't be a dick and find us on social media we oh, want to talk yes. to you on twitter hey you know what the instagram what the instagram okay somebody was trying to follow me today and i went and clicked on the Instagram button. Uh-huh. It's a button to me because that's how old I am. It's sure. a button. Yeah, um and then it disappeared. So, I don't know if I did something wrong or if they changed their mind about following me. It's possible. It's possible. That would hurt my feelings. Follow me back again. Yeah. I'll find you. <laughs> I'll find you. <laughs> um, uh no, but we did we we want to hear from you yes. on social media. 
Um, we wanna we wanna hear from you in emails. Yes. Tell us what documentaries you're watching. Tell us if you checked out. Did you go check out the Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson? Tell us about it. Yeah, we want to know. Were we insensitive or were were we welcoming? Do you want to hear more things like this or do you like? Nah. <laughs> go back to murders and, <laughs> and and UFOs. Oh, there, there's gonna be murder and UFOs. Don't worry about it. Aliens? Are you listening? They're our friends. Peace. Uh, no. Email us. Uh, we are what's in what's in the queue. Did you forget who we were? I did. We're at my favorite murder. No, we're uh, <laughs> we're what's in the queue at gmail.com. You can find us on all the socials. We are what's in the queue. Uh, just search it. You'll find us. Yes. And we love you, guys. We love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hey, bye. 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 bye.